This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And welcome back to another episode of Outside the Shoe. I'm Jeff Hammersley, joined once again by Meredith Hine, where we will be talking about Ohio State sports that are not football or men's basketball related. And this week, we will be discussing the Ohio State women's and men's soccer programs. So let's get started. Meredith, men's soccer is on a two-match slide-dropping contest to Cleveland State and Kentucky. Over the last seven matches, the Buckeyes have won one and have drawn one. With a road contest at Michigan State this weekend, how does OSU get their winning mojo back? We knew this season would be a huge rebuilding effort for the Buckeyes, and we also knew that the back half of the season against Big Ten foes would be a major challenge. Still, Michigan State looks to be a winnable game for the Buckeyes. The Spartans are fourth in the Big Ten with a 2-1-1 record in conference play, but they've won just two games in total this season. A win for the Buckeyes Saturday would put Ohio State ahead of Michigan State in conference standings and position them well heading into the conference tournament. Counting Michigan State, four games remain for the OSU men's soccer program for this regular season. Ohio State currently sits at 6-5-1 overall and 1-2-1 in the Big Ten. How does that stack up against the rest of the conference and how does that bode for the Buckeyes' postseason hopes? It's hard to believe the season is almost over, but the Big Ten is indeed shaking out with some clear teams at the top. Leading the way is Indiana, the alma mater of head coach Brian Mazenoff, which is the top team in the Big Ten with a pristine 4-0 conference record. Ohio State will certainly need to bring its best game when it faces the Hoosiers in its second-to-last game of the season, scheduled for October 29th. But beyond Indiana, Penn State, who defeated the Buckeyes by a score of 2-1, is just behind in the conference standings at 3-1-1. In terms of the postseason, the men's conference tournament format is different than the women's since all nine men's teams will have a shot at the Big Ten tournament. With the Buckeyes sitting at sixth in the Big Ten, they should at least be able to avoid a playing game in the tournament's opening round. For a run to occur for this men's team, who needs to step up and lead the charge from here on out? Several Buckeyes have emerged as leaders this season. Sophomore Devin Edling has had five goals this season, including two game winners against UIC and South Florida. He's certainly been clutch for the Buckeyes this season and will be an asset for Mazenoff's team heading into next year. Alongside Edling, senior Jack Holland leads the Big Ten in assists and has been a crucial veteran presence the Buckeyes have needed throughout the season. Mazenoff's squad has also benefited from the presence of several transfers, including junior Joe Ortiz, a Big Ten Offensive Player of the Week in September, and one who's been able to get the offense going for the Buckeyes. Ohio State will need this trio to perform at a high level as the Buckeyes wrap up their season. Now, moving over to the women's side, there's only three games remaining for the Buckeyes with the final home game this Sunday versus Illinois. How does OSU win that contest? The women's squad, while the record does not necessarily reflect it, has had some strong pieces this season which it will need to bring to bear against the Illini Saturday. 
Sophomore forward Kayla Fisher has been one of the top attackers in the Big Ten, averaging three and a half shots per game and recording two game-winning goals on the year against Miami and Michigan State. On the other end of the field, Izzy Rodriguez, widely recognized as one of the top defenders in the nation, will need to hold the Ohio State defense steady against an Illini offense which is averaging just under two goals per game. Sunday is also Senior Day. Meredith, can you give us a breakdown of who will be playing their final game in Columbus as a Buckeye? Of the three seniors on the roster, two have played nearly every minute all season. Defenders Marie Wazay and Haley Walker-Robinson, who have anchored the defense alongside junior Izzy Rodriguez, will be playing their final regular season home game for the Buckeyes Sunday. Wazay has been a two-time captain for the Scarlet and Gray and has started every game for the past three seasons for Ohio State. Walker Robinson, meanwhile, started 15 games in 2018 and most of this season's matches. Finally, expect to see midfielder Selena Vickery, who hasn't seen much playing time this season, take the field in her final home match. Iowa and Wisconsin will close out the regular season for Ohio State. What do those programs bring to the table and how will the Buckeyes do against them? The Buckeyes are certainly ending on a tough note facing some of the fiercest competition of the season and on the road, no less. Leading things off, Iowa boasts one of the most productive offenses in the Big Ten, with the Hawkeyes averaging nearly two and a half goals and getting off more than 16 shots per game while averaging just under two assists. Basically, if it's a major offensive statistic, Iowa leads it among Big Ten teams. Wisconsin, meanwhile, which was rescheduled after being postponed in September, enters the weekend ranked 10th in the nation. Senior forward Danny Rhodes leads the Badgers' offense with seven goals on the season. More impressive, however, is the fact that five of those goals were game winners for Wisconsin. But again, Ohio State has the players on defense to keep both the Hawkeyes and Badgers at bay, but they will also need to be able to match that level of offensive production in those matchups. And the final question, Meredith, how are the postseason odds looking for OSU women's soccer? For the Buckeyes, hope for a berth in the NCAA tournament truly lies in taking home a Big Ten tournament title, but even that seems like a long shot at the moment. The Women's Big Ten Soccer Tournament features just the top eight teams in the conference standings, and Ohio State is currently sitting at number 11. Realistically, Ohio State has performed well in conference play, even though its record might indicate otherwise. In particular, the Buckeyes haven't lost a conference game by more than one goal. How the Buckeyes fare against the offenses of Iowa and Wisconsin will be a huge tell when it comes to how Ohio State could perform in the tournament should they make it that far. All right, Meredith, thank you. And thank you all for listening and downloading our show, Outside the Shoe. That concludes this edition of Outside the Shoe. I'm Jeff Hammersley, joined by Meredith Hine. Catch us next week, same time, as we will be discussing more Ohio State sports that are not football or men's basketball related. We'll